Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. Greta. Mm-hmm. Something from your search history that is revealing about who you are. But I have the problem where, like, I can't. I mean, I just, I just googled how to take off a a boot on a car. <laughs> Wait, like a fucking <laughs> like immobilizing a tutorial boot? as to how to take off a boot. Okay, so are you not paying your parking tickets? What's going on? Or well, you just wanted to see? If that was... My friend, uh, my friend parked her car on my street. Uh huh. Uh, she got a boot put on it. She's out of the country. I was like, you have a boot on your car. It adds Ooh. up, too. Um, yeah. Yes. They say on the thing, they can just jack up. Yeah. The, which I think is really fucked up, that they can just Right. Well, rather than taxing people the who need to be, they'll yeah. hit you with that. Anyway. I've had a boot on my car because I had too many parking tickets. Yeah. I've given LA, I've given LA DOT between tickets and towing, like- that was say around. I'd say around six grand. Oh my! Yeah, God. I've been towed twelve times. No, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah you, remember, I used your stories tow, end it's up. It's no longer a part of my narrative. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. not who I am anymore. You put, the, put that okay? outside of you. I'm a, I got. I'm a hoe with parking. Okay. But <laughs> but I used to live that life, and also I had a boot. This may be a myth, but uh, I had a boot. Had to pay to get the boot off. Then never returned the boot. Eventually, I threw the boot away. You kept but you the never return the boot because now uh-huh. we take off the boot and then it's like they're threatening you. They're like, you need to return this boot in 24 hours or They else. have no way of keeping track. That's what I said. Like, my Wait, hold on. Sure. You can take the boot off yourself? You have to. Okay, so you go to the website, you pay the money, and, and then, then they, they give, give you a code. code. And then you put the code in, and then you take the boot And now they're like, now bring my boot back. Yeah, but they don't know where they boot at. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. think that they, they can't. Like, they can't know where the boot is. And I don't think that they're keeping track of, like, license plate, boot ID number. You don't. Well, how, no, they are. Of they course are. they do. Then how can they give you a code to take it off unless they Here's know where the it is? Because the thing is, is the code in, on the boot is set. Like, okay, so, yeah, they know what's going to your car. They know the VIN number. But they're not keeping track of where the boot is but they know where the boot they After know the boot <laughs> they know that the boot that boot is with that car do you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah and sure they can't like track where your car is but if you get fucked and you park your car in the street and then a la you know parking person sees yeah. your car they're like oh you also have a boot and then they tow your car yeah, I think that they have a better tracking system now than maybe when you had your boot on the car. I mean, I had my boot on my car like a year ago. Still, oh man, <laughs> did you I was do like, the keypad? A lot changed in a that year. That would be fun to just take your boot and just throw it on someone else's car to fuck Maybe with like them. a year and a half. I had a boot on my car in college like 900 years ago, unfortunately. Uh-huh. And we didn't have that keypad thing that you have. You had to right. call the person. Came. They had to give you a window of when they would come. I had to sit at my car to wait for this person Damn, to remove like, the boot. Wait for the cable man. But can I tell you something? I did my freshman year of college at the University of Arizona, mm-hmm. and we would get college parking tickets. Yeah, exactly. Bear down. And we would get parking tickets, and you could pay them off, I thought, with our bursar, like our student thing, because <laughs> I'm like a fucking idiot. Right. You're like, there's money Well, they here. would let you buy like iPod yeah, shuffles with it. Right, I was right, like, right. why can't I pay my parking tickets with right. it? Turns out you can. Uh, and I had accumulated, I'm not kidding, I think like 27 parking tickets. And finally they put legend. the boot on my car. Legend. One other thing that I recently searched was which way to turn wheels uphill if you're parking. Oh, yeah, mm. yep, yep. 
A lot of car stuff for me. Yeah. You know, I'm just a gearhead. If anything, we know you're a gearhead who's <laughs> just probably gearhead. parking somewhere in Silver Lake. And also, last time I was here, I'm also a teeth freak. Last time I was here, I was talking about Millie Bobby Brown's teeth. Another, oh, yeah. another thing that I typed in, Hillary Duff veneers. I mean. Oh, yeah. She went a little, can't she got aggressive with her veneers. She went a little overboard. Did she go back? I think she had them filed down. Yes, yeah, like, she did. I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. She looks great. You live and you learn. One thing I just do want to bring up really quick is that uh, another scam people are doing, I think, is really riding this wave um, off the interest of the Chernobyl series from HBO um, because there's a new vodka out mm-hmm. called Atomic. I'm and here for it. With a K. With a K. And it is being used, uh, it's produced with the grains and water from Chernobyl's exclusion zone. <laughs> Right now, there's only one bottle in existence. And how much so is it? So people are like, well, it's because like these people wanted to make it and be like, we've done it. We've made the thing. Now, it's apparently like a team of like researchers like are, are actually the ones making this. And this is basically just a huge publicity stunt. But the idea is actually – so the whole thing is these researchers, they found grain and water that were in this exclusion zone. And the ship was radioactive. The yeah. grains, they say, uh, were slightly radioactive. Okay, the amounts were strontium-90. were just a smidge above, I guess, normal safety level. But I guess that's... What is the normal safety level? I don't know. It's I guess it's barely... And what is a smidge? Well, look. Look, do you want to get fucked up about <laughs> Chernobyl <laughs> vodka? Look, Bill get, Nye. I'm trying to get radioactive. Yeah, ex- okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I yeah, it. you think I've been fucked up before? Wait until you see me get radio fucking active. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and then, but apparently it's different because when they distill the grain, it's going to remove all the impurities. So it really, it's it's actually perfectly safe to drink. And the water, just so you know, it's from an aquifer deep in the town of Chernobyl. And they say... Um, it's free from radioactive co- contamination, similar in chemistry to the groundwater sourced from the Champagne region of France. Okay, wow. but like, here's my thing about that. Then why do we not have Champagne water? We have, you know what I'm saying? Right. Why do we not have water from that region? Well, I think that's just because to say- if the water grow... is supposed to be that amazing, then like, where's the bottled water of that at? I guess for, I guess for just for growing the grapes, really. Mm-hmm. If we're getting into the, the vineyard, the right. wine growing mm-hmm. aspect yeah, of it. Exactly. But- Water chemistry for grape growing is very different than what we need to right. drink. I wonder what, like, if you drank, you're like, <laughs> yeah, like, right. I'm like, curious, shit. what's the pH of that water? Wow. Is it like Icelandic glacial? Shout out to great pH water. Like, if the water in Champagne, France is that dope, why don't we have Champagne water? Wow. I'm just con- do you have a competing vodka brand? Right. <laughs> I, I, I do want to, like, my, my goal is when I'm like huge celeb celeb to mm-hmm. have, uh, of course, oh, the high end high alcohol. alcohol. Like George company. Clooney has Casamigos. Exactly. Well, they sold that. Uh, Ryan, Paul, oh, yeah. Paul Mitchell had uh, Patron. Ryan Reynolds has Aviation Gin, which is now like the biggest gin company. Wait, Paul Mitchell was behind Patron? Yeah. Really? Paul Mitchell hair care? Yes, hair care. Why do you think the hair care was green and the Patron was green? Bye bye. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you know yes. what? That's called cross branding. Yep. Yes. But so subtle that you wouldn't. You so know I mean? subtle. <laughs> I should try to drink his hair products. Maybe they. <laughs> Maybe Wait, hold on. <laughs> Casamigos sold, so now George Clooney has nothing to do with that? Yeah, so Randy Gerber right, and, and George, uh, Clooney. George Clooney, whoever the third and fourth dude, they sold it for like a billion dollars yeah, two but- years ago. 
Whoa! So they so it's done, but yeah, they, they but they, took they their still use their hundred... likeness because yeah, of course. I see Commercials. them like palling around on trucks. You know? Oh yeah, I mean? the branding's still the same, but the yeah. they got their check. They Diddy got their Jews, check. You know what I mean? Oh, All the Avion was it Avion? Yes, yeah, Ciroc. And then no, 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 have... Diddy isn't Diddy. Doesn't no, he have a Ciroc. He has a tequila. Yes, but he though, also too. has a tequila. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's, called, it's, it's um, De- Avion. No, De Leon. and then. Uh, Armadale no, was uh, Fitty had F and vodka. Fifty had F and vodka. Yep. And then, but that's not doing that hot. It's actually well, doing pretty well. It's like in everybody's rail, like in like that's considered like a high end. Really? Uh, a high end. I've got. I used to bartend a, a lot, and a like a high end oh, place FN that would was, be in their rail. I yeah. was in a focus group for F and vodka once. Wow. And they were How like, "How did that happen? How were they were like, you are our target market?" Because like my friend was working at this marketing company in New York and we were like party kids you know what (laughs) I'm saying and like I would we were the people that were drinking. I'm a vodka drinker, right. and like, so like you want to try fifty cent vodka? It was like, like it was like, cheap. what would make you try effing? And I was just like, the the packaging for me, the branding for me is not. That's I'm I am more likely to drink Ciroc than I am effing. Right, Ooh, I actually boy, like Ciroc. Puffy. I do want to say really quickly, rest in peace to a real scammer. One of the more famous sports cheaters of all time, this woman Rosie Ruiz, who in 1980. <sighs> set the Boston uh, Marathon record for a woman with a time of two hours, 31 minutes, and 56 seconds. And when she took the women's medal, many of the other uh, runners were very suspicious of her. The reason being, they say she wasn't sweating enough, she had on a heavy shirt, and she didn't know anything about running, did not even look like somebody who had run over 26 miles. So this is before... They were like checking people, like where they had like markers and stuff. Like people would just sort of, there would be spotters who would just like write numbers down or whatever. And during this time, she was able to take advantage of the system so because also all of the folk, uh, the spotters were mostly paying attention to the men's race. So there you go. Sexism. Use fucking, mm-hmm. use the patriarchy to your advantage, ma. She, um, so, and also she didn't show up on any video. No fucking photographs that were taken on the first 25 miles. So how did she do it? Did she just run a mile and win? She just showed up like a mile out and hopped in. They say like two students caught her just jumping into the race um, near Kenmore Square about one mile from the finish line. Shout out to a queen. That's amazing. when When they were grilling her, they were like, okay, like what about your training methods like your pace times what about intervals she, was like, she knew nothing I, I just be running you know what i'm saying like i get yeah. out Yo. here i put my shoes on one shoe at a time like everybody and I else just and go. i just be running she couldn't just... even identify landmarks it was just it was all it just fell apart so is Listen, that running, how did they, is that, did they they bust her that her. day eight days later they're like i'm sorry after talking to you you clearly know nothing about anything we also came out for her to qualify for the boston marathon she, she cheated qual- in the new york marathon yep. and took the fucking subway to get to the fucking finish line. Now that one was probably more wow, believable because you do sweat on the subway and you true. do run. I am obsessed with her and that's amazing. So Anyone that's willing to just like, to me, that is the greatest scam that like, it's so, for blatant. what? Like yeah, right. for what? You know, it's like, it's yeah. not like you're scamming like a ton of money. No. I mean, you do win money when you win these a marathons. Little bit, yeah. A little bit, but like, 
It's more to be like, just, I, I won this marathon instead of world record. Man. I was yeah. so proud of her. I was so proud the, of her. The high must have been crazy. Ooh. Honestly, I think that it's one of those things where you're like, wouldn't this be crazy if this worked? And yeah. then it does. And, like, and you're kind it. of it just like, amazing. holy shit. Yeah. They're like, so what are your methods? You know, uh, when I was a little girl, I started walking. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, first, <laughs> yeah. first, at first, I started uh-huh. with a crawl. No, no, no. Then I started walking. No, no. And then one Ms. day, Mosley, I started we're more in- my no, legs no. We're interested in your training methods as an elite marathon runner. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, what do you do interval training what do you so I do all the intervals you know what I'm saying so I do I do a here and a there and I do it everywhere you know what I'm saying and what saying? Do you, about your runner's form is there oh, anything you had to address my form is very much putting one strike? leg in front of the other you know what I'm saying you got okay. to really put <laughs> I think we've seen enough Miss Mosley um, thank you so much for your time eight days later I was I was set up <laughs> I was wrong they set me up Miles yep when does pumpkin spice season start this year in my mind this is this is part of the corporation's way of letting us know what season we're in ever, right? Yes. So when you see pumpkin, you're like, oh, it must be fall. Yeah. Uh, some companies are so fucking thirsty to get this shit going already, uh, like Dunkin' Donuts. They're declaring August 21st the beginning of pumpkin spice season. Because there's nothing like a thick, rich pumpkin spice hot latte in late August. Yeah, right. And you're like, oh, man, what would be great? The butt of your pants is sticking to you because you're sweating. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. on. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I've just heard that that's what happens to people who sweat a lot. That's what happens to other people, not yeah, me. Yeah, though yeah. I'm always dry all the time. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, but yeah, it's very. You know, it's like every single thing is getting inched up closer and closer. I don't know. I, again, we've talked about this in the past. This really uh, bizarre fixation on pumpkin spice in general, like yeah. why it's been deified. Uh, like some people we work with. I uh, think it's like the fucking like the God's blood type. DJ Dan. Um, but you well, know, you again, mean they love it. They yeah. love it. Okay. It. They're fucking. He, they'll do backflips and shit if you just mention the word. Is it polarizing? Because I don't care either way. I don't way. care. I it tastes good when it's on a latte. It, t- it makes your latte taste like it tastes. Makes your coffee taste more like it's a milkshake, which yeah. is never a bad What's thing. The, that's the whole point but of a latte. But Dan doesn't eat anything that is not pumpkin spice. Yeah. Like his Cheerios are pumpkin spice. Like everything. Yeah, he, he, oh. he has pumpkin spice that he dusts on a steak. Exactly. During no. that time. Yes. No. no he, he would take an old pie, dries it <laughs> out okay, in the sun, like, and then grinds <laughs> it up into a fine <laughs> dust. Right. There's a. He's got a mental problem. Yeah, He's, uh, you know, <laughs> I do like the peppermint mocha. That shit is good. I like that, and it's not good. It's like five thousand calories. No. Oh, it's that's the thing of all of these things. So not a single one is even close to being. But not all of them treat taste it like good dessert. Either, though. You My need favorite to treat one, it like dessert, uh, at coffee bean and tea leaf, the winter dream latte. I mean, I'll put that yeah. there. I like the black forest. Isn't that just cherries and chocolate and shit? Yeah. Milkshake, basically? Yeah, it's a fucking milkshake yeah. is what it is, but I, it's got <laughs> caffeine in it, so you're right. even better. Oh, because yeah. it's chocolate-covered coffee beans in there, too, uh-huh. isn't it? Yeah. Oof. I remember the first time it's, I had it, I was, like, working with a bunch- One million calories. Yeah. My first adult job, like, at an office, and everybody was like, oh, let's go get coffee, a coffee bean. I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't drink coffee. Because, like, to this day, I cold brew is the only thing I've ever gotten a- semblance of a caffeine boost from. Mm. So, to me, going to coffee was like, I don't know what I'm going right. to order here. I yeah, go, that's just bad tasting water. Yeah, <laughs> I just go. I get the most childish fucking thing on the menu, and it was that uh, Black Forest basically shake. And they're like, "Whoa, yeah. you don't want a coffee?" I'm like, "Nah, this is my favorite." <laughs> it was <laughs> like, good though, right? It was great. It yeah. was delicious. But then I'm like, I look like an idiot. Everybody's like drinking their hot things. I have like a fucking gigantic cup of whipped cream like overflowing. So good though. Yeah. yeah. After you smoke weed, oh my god, that thing. But you're ahead of your time, man, because they just 
got more and more ridiculous and childish looking. Yeah, until right. The unicorn shake, which was oh, my. purple, pink, and blue. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, look, that's the thing. They really like to. They realize if we put cool colors in it, people will buy it. Because yeah. there's the unit. What was the the other one? Recently? I think they're like a casino though, where they're just like it's they're just shining stuff. They're like, hey, remember. Uh, the band Cherry Pie, they're here this weekend. <laughs> and people, yeah. <laughs> and then people come see them and then they spend a million dollars while they're there. And that's what Starbucks realizes. Like, if we yeah. can get them in that store for this weird thing they can take a photo with, they'll buy three other things. Yeah. And it's just like, and I say it and everyone's like, oh, yeah. And then we go and then it works. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter. Yeah. And it's you're the, in there. Yeah. Cut to you and your Instagram stories. Be like, got three of them. <laughs> Fill that hole, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I order just coffee because it. I use it when I'm on the road. The app's pretty good. And it's like familiar. The Starbucks? Yeah. Uh, like Dunkin when I'm Donuts. traveling. Oh, uh, Starbucks. Yeah. But I just order coffee there and that always just throws them off. Like, right. Like wanna, what? Like just, just one a... blonde roast in the right. Drip? And they just stare at me. Like in a cup? Like, yeah, just turn around and give it to me, and I'm going to get out of here. We can, <laughs> we can turn it into a vapor. You can inhale. Right. I just need a cup of coffee. Uh, let me see if we if we make those. I do wonder how much of this move is based on them knowing that this is going to be earlier than Starbucks, right? Oh, fuck So yeah. this will oh, yeah. be the only place that you can go to get pumpkin spice but then, right, for the month of August. Some dude <laughs> in an office did some math. Yeah. And right. went August 21st. We can have exclusivity for ten days or something before we'll make a hundred and fifty extra thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. And, and but they're I, like, you get a boat. I just like the inevitable <laughs> conclusion of all these things. Like, you know, the and basically almost after Halloween, we're essentially already in Christmas. Right. Like mixed with Thanksgiving. That if Duncan does this, then what Starbucks next year is like, oh, actually August fourteenth is when we're bringing pumpkin spice lattes, mm-hmm. and then pumpkin spice lattes becomes like a dads and grads thing, <laughs> like graduate right. graduation time. You know, pumpkin spice lattes. This Justin from resident PSL addict DJ Daniel, he said Starbucks. They're starting theirs on August 27th, so they're going to have six fucking days. Wait, I guess that's that 150 extra K. Yep. He referred to it as the PSL so casually. The way he said it was, it was was horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think the the part that makes me laugh is the aesthetic to it, because it's it's like the pumpkin color. So people are like, this is the pumpkin season, so I spend my money on the pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, like Halloween is like it's a brighter orange, mm-hmm. right? So, and then there's a black to it, so you spend your money on the black, and then it's like red and green. That's that's the yeah. you spend a lot of money when it's money. red and green, mm-hmm. and then you save some, and then it gets red again for Valentine's Day. Okay, go on, I like Miles. This color is that theory. what the Christmas colors represent to you? Is blood and money? That's how I was raised in my house. Damn, hmm. that's so intense. Blood and money. Yeah. That is intense. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> What's we will the be... Easter Bunny, man? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. And we're back. Miles, I noticed you guys covered how to how to fight seagulls while I was gone. Just how to stare a seagull the fuck how down. How to stare a seagull down. Well, where I was, uh, the city of 
Ocean City, New Jersey, uh, was also making news for fighting seagulls in in a unique way. Yeah, when you asked about it, you're like, "Oh yeah, you talk you, you talked about the about seagull Ocean thing." City. And I was like, "No, it was from England." He's like, "Yeah, but the falconers and stuff." And I'm like, "Yo, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about?" My thing was purely about like staring at a seagull if they came to your chip back and they Anyways, were less likely Miles, to The seagull wars are upon us, is what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, this is the only time I've ever seen Ocean City make national news, but uh, they... Since Jersey Shore? Ocean City was not Jersey Shore. Oh. It's the same. It's a little different. Oh, boy. Well. Oh, wow. There's a furious head shaking all around the room. It's, oh, it's a little different. A little different. Said. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but please Anyways, tell us with your uh, visions of like the, the Seagull Wars. Between Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. So <laughs> people were making a big deal because... Uh, they hired a bunch of falconers and like people who had like trained birds of prey to patrol the boardwalk in Ocean City to scare off the seagulls. Hell and yeah. It worked. Using nature <laughs> to fight yeah, nature. Pimp. Uh yeah, using nature to fight nature, but it's not like they just released a bunch of falcons. They <laughs> had had them on like a dude's arm with the little funny hats on and shit. Uh and it worked, man. I was walking down the sidewalk and I was like what's different about this? I can hear the ocean. That's weird. And then I was like, oh, yeah, there's no seagulls. Like, you can't it hear it. It's not just like, ah, ah. Like constant, constant, yeah. cacophonic. I'm not being somewhere shit else. On. Right. Yeah, they just went to a different town on the yeah. Jersey Shore, basically. It's like there's one town. Like, there are yeah. a lot <laughs> Right. It's they went to a town that feels like a had lot. a smaller falconer budget, I guess. <laughs> How uh, many falconers did you see, like, on I didn't, the stretch? I didn't see any, like, in the wild, I've Ocean seen one City in and their fucking falcons. <laughs> I've seen one in Orange County actually uh, at a hotel, just like patrolling the hotel pool because uh, to keep the seagulls away. And like it's it's apparently a, an accepted way. I just yeah. like though that like they've there's really no technological way to really do away with seagulls. Except oh, there is a right. gun. Okay, yeah, maybe, but you don't want to be shooting off your pistol by the kids' pool. Yeah. But, like, mm -hmm. the fact that you could just be like, yo, get that guy with the hawk. Yeah. And then the the seagulls shook, gone. Although I feel like at hey, some Barry, point. Hey, Barry, what's, what's your weird cousin? What's his hobby? Falcon? <laughs> Falconer, right? See yeah. if that'll help. Yeah. Bring his falcon What's he over doing here? with that thing? I think it died. Is that, I don't know if that's a good Jersey impression. Uh, some kind it's of more impression. like a Philly accent, which. Uh, is pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Well, look. Just a lot of vacation in there. <laughs> He's on vacation. Yeah. Okay. Going to Wawa. The uh, hey, couple Wawa, hours. Get a Hagee. I wonder, though, <laughs> if because you have these birds, like they would fly, right? Or they just, the mere presence of them was enough. They would let, they, would they unleash it. They fly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. inevitably, right? Wouldn't there be the some ki some families who are having to explain to their children why a fucking falcon was just, just destroying, devouring a seagull right in front of them? I don't think they eat them. I, I think they just scare them away. It's like a territory. But aren't thing. they carn carnivorous birds? Yeah, I mean, Miles, you and I saw we saw a fucking hawk <laughs> on our street in the streets here in Los Angeles. We saw a hawk eating a pigeon, just like just ripping it apart. But it was legit, like alive. It was keeping it down with its talons and just eating it. Yeah, hell yeah. It was so, I love hawks. One of the more I'm not against that. Uh, but Do anyways, that shit works. Fight nature with seals? nature. Uh, you think it was one of those pigeons that just, like goes in front of your car like real slow, right. knowing you're <laughs> yeah. gonna slow down? Like that's yeah. what he did to the hawk, and the hawk's like, "Nah, dude, mm -mm. I'm I mean, gonna eat you in in the street so people know." <laughs> I think you can just, I think you can find videos of hawk eating, <laughs> hawk seagull. eating pigeon, hawk kill and eat seagull. Well, I think they're I think birds like because when you drive, 
long periods, especially through the Midwest, you'll see a hawk every so miles just sitting on the the line. You just see them. So it's like, I think they're like crows too, where they have like a territory. Right. So they're not like, they may mess one seagull up just so. That's enough. Yeah. That reminds me of like, I went fishing in the, in the Atlantic, in the Gulf part down in Florida one time in the back channels and there's seagulls around Mm because we were trying to get bait and all this stuff. And our guide was like mad. He's like, these damn seagulls, blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't paying attention. I was just like half stoned at 830 in the morning. Like, this is fun. <laughs> right. I picked a good right. job where yeah. I get to go do this. <laughs> and I turn around, and the guide is, he had caught a bird on his line, and he was bringing it in, and I just stopped doing what I'm doing. I'm like, what's he going to do here? <laughs> and he grabs the bird. He reels it in to the, to the top of the rod. He grabs it and then rips its head off. What? <laughs> yes. And then throws it back in the water. Ugh. And he was like, they'll get the message. Let's go somewhere else. I'm technically not supposed to do stuff like that. And we're like, what oh, is my. happening, Crocodile Holy Dundee? shit. And you know what? The birds left us alone. Yeah. I would. <laughs> They're like, hey, that dude's the one that ripped Larry's head off. Yeah. Right. Just That's... snatched it off. Wow. I, yeah. I so. like that he's like. Technically not supposed to be. Doing I was that like, stuff you mean legally? Legally yeah. is the word. Right. Right. Yeah. Legally right. and but based I on the he said social technically, humanity yeah. wise, disturbing for others to have just witnessed and also animal. <laughs> yeah, I want to go back to bed. Un- Jesus un- Christ! Yeah, I once got a pelican on on the hook in the uh, in the Gulf because I caught a fish and then the pelican ate oh, the fish. Swoop. Oh, and cool! I was. Twelve and was like scared. I was like, "Ah, oh, what do I do?" Like right. people were gathering around. I was like reeling in a giant pelican that was, uh, and this dude just came up and like did a couple things off. with the uh, with the fishing rod and yanked it out. Oh, good. Yeah. I was. I thought maybe we were headed for another Billy Wayne type. Story. And <laughs> I didn't do it. I was just there. Fucking, no, I know. I'm saying okay. that it God was a similar damn. ending. Like that's just how they handle shit on boats. Uh, it was like one of those traumatic things where it would have happened. Like you don't even react. I just went, holy shit. Yeah. And just yeah. kept laughing. I was like, okay, okay. Right. Wait, what kind the, of bird was it? It was a seagull. A seagull. Yeah, because yeah. they were just messing. We were trying to get a bunch of fish for bait. Yeah. Just the idea, though, that someone's like, let me just bare hand, bare hand decapitate this. Thing. It was not the first or last time that man <laughs> right. done that. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, it was. That's yeah. his way of doing that. Uh, I don't remember his name. But. Well, they're like, Billy, we'd love for you to come back out with us. You're like, nah. He's like, was it Rob? Was it Rob? No, we caught a lot of fish that day. Yeah. We did. They're like, he's a, I mean, you know, I come from East Tennessee, so it wasn't that shocking to me. It was oh, just sure. more like, oh, okay, well, that's how we're doing it But here. the swiftness, yeah, where it's like, nah, just, <laughs> and how clean everything was. Like, he just knew. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Right. We're going to tip him. We're going to tip this guy. <laughs> what, uh, what kind of fish do you go out for? It was a uh, red snapper, I think, is what we were doing, and and it was cool because the club we were working at also, the guy was also a guy that owned the club and restaurant. So we took the fish, cleaned it, and then he and took then it to his. It oh, nice. so good! That's a blast. The dude who ripped the seagull's head off? No, he handed it to the owner. Got he it. went. He had other clients. He was busy. It's like he's that a guy owns I mean, a he was, comedy club too. No, well, that guy is also a guide, but he was like, um. I'm sending out with the best guy in town. We're right. like, he's good. Yep. <laughs> he's real good. He's, yeah. How'd Ripper do out there? <laughs> oh, Ripper was real good. Let's get into the first and most important story of the day. Chris Cuomo uh, was insulted. He was pissed. Yeah. 
Cuomo's pissed, you guys. He, he was at uh, he was on Shelter Island with mm-hmm. his family, and some dude just got in his face and apparently did the thing you're never supposed to do to an Italian man. Okay. I thought that's who you were. No, punk-ass bitches from the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Oh. Fredo is from The Godfather. He was that weak brother. That and they brother use though? it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Are you I Italian? Got, got a it's a fucking insult to your people. It's an insult to your fucking people. It's like the N-word for us. Wow. Is, that, is that a cool fucking thing? You're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. Yeah, but if you want to play, then we'll fucking play. If you've got something you want to say about what I do on television, then say it. But don't be the fault of me. Hey, man. Insult. Hey, listen. What? I don't want any problems. Bro. Yeah, you're going to have a big fucking problem. What's the problem? It's a little different on TV. Don't fucking insult me like What's that. Pro- I didn't insult you. Yeah, I you call me Fredo. It's like I call you punk bitch. You like that? You want well, that to be I, your nickname? I didn't call you that. I you called me Fredo. I you know my name's not fucking Fredo. I thought your name was. You did not think my name was fucking Fredo. Don't be a liar. I you, you want to be a man, stand up like a man. I'm standing up, man. You want to be a man out yeah, here. Then up. fucking own it. Then own what listen, you man. said. Hey. Then own what you said. Listen, listen man. I don't have a problem with you, man. You're going to have a fucking problem. What? What are you going to do about it? I'll fucking ruin your shit. I'll fucking throw you down these stairs like a fucking punk. Please do. Why? So you can fucking sue? You don't want to So you can fucking sue? Well, why don't you do it? Go take a swing. You want to call me Fredo? Take a fucking swing. Wow. Okay, so Chris Cuomo, uh, clearly his very strong in his masculinity. Right. Yeah. What I've learned from that video. Uh, has been suppressing his strong, like, Bronx accent. I don't know what that is. Like, Whatever. Queens. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also demonstrating he does not know what a racial slur is. Right. Yeah. Uh, when he goes, you calling me Fredo? Yeah. Yeah. That's like the N-word for Italians. Uh-huh. Comparing okay. something to the N word is uh, you got to really come cr- strong but wrong. It's, yeah, <laughs> I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna swing on that pitch, yeah. it better be a big swing. Yes, because he went for a bunt on that. Really I mean, really crazy. Yeah, that it's just it's all based off of that Michael Corleone's mm-hmm. brother from The Godfather, Fredo, was like, you know, I get it. He was lame, but to for it to have that much weight for someone and to, to actually then shame another Italian American, he's like, good. That's a slur against our people. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. It's really I, interesting. I didn't realize that. I mean, I guess in a way, uh, you know, Godfather is canon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, something tells me that's not the first time he's been called that, possibly. Yeah. Well, he said punks he, on the right or something. Yeah, call, call me, me that. Oh. Right. I mean, like that person who walks up to a famous person and like insults them is like, What's wrong with you? Well, this what person kind of is like shit? a wannabe right wing gotcha Jesse Waters guy. Oh. Yeah, like who? Uploaded he seemed that. like a natural comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, so I mean, you know, what's funny is Sean Hannity actually was like, you know what, Chris Cuomo doesn't have to apologize for anything. This is his tweet. He said, I say good for Chris Cuomo. He's out with his nine-year-old daughter and his wife, and this guy is being a jackass in front of his family. In my humble opinion, Chris Cuomo has zero for, to apologize for. He deserves the apology. I'm just really glad that's where Sean Hannity decided to, like, the hill he decided <laughs> yes. to die Fredo. on. He's yeah. like, you know what? I'm I'm going to break ties with my party for a second. Right. Right. Everything else is going great. Everything right. else has been perfect. <laughs> but I have to say something about this. It's like yeah. C- it's like that meme of the two arms uh, locking in like a, you know, yeah. from like, you son of a bitch from Predator <laughs> arm lock, where on one side it's a Fox News, the other side it says CNN, and the fist grabbing is that Fredo is a slur. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, over there like, you know what? The same. We don't fucking agree yeah. on a lot. Yeah. But that's fucking disrespectful. There was a girl with curly blonde hair like me who my friend called a fucking ramen noodle head. And wow. um, aggressive. I kind of thought it was really funny, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very. It's, I was like, 
he was, he was like, oh, that fucking ramen noodle head. And I was like, hey, I have blonde curly hair too. Right. That being said, <laughs> that I would never funny. say, hey, does your mom have blonde curly hair? Yeah. So you're disrespecting right. our people. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So to like to sort just of insane. In any way, comparing it to the N word would be right. insane. Hey, well, he's a tough guy. We found out, and uh, you yeah. know, good for him, I yeah. guess. But the uh, As, yeah, ra- I was the ramen noodle word. Was that around like when Justin Timberlake had his hair that looked like ramen noodles? Because I feel like that was a very in vogue had, insult. Then. Yeah. Yes. His hair really, yeah, because it was top like ramen. had a wet. A wetness to it, and f- like f- the tips were so frosted, right. they could only be mistaken for uncooked ramen noodles. Yes, so brittle. I'm sure that uh, Chris Cuomo's wife and daughter were thrilled that he chose to like take it to the mat on this yeah. one rather yeah. than just like letting it roll off his. Back. I mean, but. he was doing the thing that like rich people who want to act tough do, which is like say everything except get violent. Right. Or like uh, any, if you know yeah. people who are like who are about that shit. <laughs> Yeah. They're typically are just like, no, my ego has been damaged and I'm just going to react violently where he's like, I'll fucking throw you down the stairs. Is that not enough? Uh, fuck you. Chris Cuomo oh, once threatened to uh, eat me. He said he picks chunks of people like me out of his stool. No, he did not. Yeah, he did. When I worked at ABC News. Wow. Uh, he's just a, he's a very fratty dude. Why does dude. he pick chunks out of his stool? I can't yeah, right. <laughs> I pick uh, chunks. It's like one of those things that falls apart right away, like Happy Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. So you eat pieces of shit. Nice. No. So you examine your stool yeah. and pick chunks? Oh. I'm having some some sort of bowel things right now, and the doctor says I need to send. Look, I, look, fuck you, kid. I do think that um, like toxic masculinity is inherently unattractive like guys who are going to pick a fight with someone i like just from a female standpoint i think that's actually repulsive yeah, like sure. which i don't think you can know unless you're in that moment where you're like oh my god Ooh. no you are being so pathetic right now right. like the strong move is just to walk away right <laughs> right obviously there's like circumstances where that's not the case but for the most part like fighting someone on vacation um, right but who knows his wife was like oh my god Chris, like, go that was so get fucking it. hot <laughs> <laughs> it's like the end of you Mystic come River. Here right now <laughs> that fucking jabroni down the fucking stairs christopher <laughs> Uh, there's a story that echoes something I had heard Trump has done for years. That he was using an analog form of Twitter before anyone. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, when the, the New Yorker profiled him and the person who wrote the story, it wasn't flatter. I mean, it was just an honest you <laughs> right. know, account of spending <laughs> a week with Donald Trump and how he was just completely empty and was like, hey, it's a pretty cool life, huh? He I said live that a to great the- life, don't I? How cool is my life? Oh. Literally, like that's all he kept just literally so saying inspiring. those words. Yeah. So the guy wrote the article, and then like a couple weeks later, he got in the mail a piece of the article with "loser" written on it from Donald <laughs> wow. Trump. Hey, Tom, you are a loser. Love Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> just scrawled across the page. Yeah, because like well, he just like gets mad at stuff and writes on it. Yeah. Well, this oh, yeah. falls perfectly in line with. There's no way his TV the doesn't. burn book yeah, from exactly. Mean Girls. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Except he's sending the pages out. Slut. Do not trust her. Right. Because you, he probably has like he's like what you don't know is there's also a copy for his burn book <laughs> that he puts together in bed. Um, well, he's always had a complicated relationship with Justin Trudeau. I think. Yeah. Like. Well, because Justin Trudeau has you know stood up to him right and he like he always says apparently like about him uh, like when he's not around Trudeau or just like you know casually to people in the cabinet he's like 
he always refers to him as a tough guy. Like he's like, yeah, he's a tough guy. This guy's a tough guy, huh? About Trudeau? <laughs> Trudeau, he's a tough guy. What? But yeah, like, so that's nuts. like the weird ner- nickname for him that he always refers to him as a tough guy, which is, of course, the thing you say when you're like a dude trying to like fight. Right. Oh, right. a tough guy, huh? Okay. I also think he must be threatened um, by Trudeau's good looks. Yes. Like that can't, for someone who's so obsessed with their appearance yes. and the long ties and the tan, you don't even talk about his hair. Um, looks the like facts, it's painted on with like grease paint. Yeah. It's like, it's again, it's just too much of a villain situation. Um, But you, yeah, just to see someone who's so almost jokingly attractive. Right. And who your daughter wants to fuck? Yes, like that picture of Ivanka. That picture of Ivanka just is that's in the insane. burn book. He's one hundred percent. She's just look in profile, and she's looking at his mouth with her <laughs> with her pen in her mouth. Yes, which oh, there's is, an wow. She yeah. her, the, her pen is dangling out of her mouth. I am too self conscious to have ever done that in front of a crush, right? Because it's too overtly sexual. Sure. <laughs> right, right, right. Good God. She's like, I'm an 80s She's like, seductress. My husband is a giant 12-year-old, and right. yeah. I will have sex with you. Yes. That, yeah, I wonder what Jared, how Jared feels also seeing that photo, because it's like him just on like Chad pills, basically. <laughs> right, like right. Bigger and bulkier and more masculine. Anyway, so with Trudeau, <laughs> it's the same shit, right? There was an issue of Bloomberg Business Week. This is from 2017 in May. There's a picture of Trudeau, and the headline just said, The Anti-Trump. So, our man tore the fucking cover off the magazine. As you do. And wrote on it in silver Sharpie, and this is according to people with direct knowledge, something to the effect of, looking good, hope it's not true. Wow. (laughs) So, like... (laughs) <laughs> not a well thought out response either. Just hope it's not true. Okay. Like that, like you want to defeat me, that you're going to take right. me down. I don't know. Um, and then, so this was so absurd that the Canadian ambassador thought it was a prank mm-hmm. and immediately like reached out to the White House and was like, um, yeah, I, th- I think we may have gotten some kind of prank thing yeah. on like the stationery. And they're like, no. of White House mail. Yeah. Because- they're like, this is, no, this, that was very real. And they're like, some Great. mentally disturbed person. <laughs> but then it got, basically, it ramped up a little bit even more. So then in December of 2017, Trump told a, a crowd in Pensacola, Florida, that he's like, you know, we've got a tremendous trade deficit with Canada, and we've got to, we've got to write that. And, you know, around this time, he mailed Trudeau this document, but right. of course it's a White House one that only takes into account like data that would only support his point very narrowly, a document that shows that the U.S. had a trade deficit. And then in Sharpie wrote, not good, Amazing. exclamation point. Well said. Um, but, <laughs> but this whole document, they say all the analysts are like, it's only mentioning the deficit in the trade of goods and ignored the surplus in services. So when you combine them, it actually gives the U.S. an overall right. surplus, yeah. but it's only looking at this one piece. So then Trudeau uh, clapped back on his official stationery, not ripped off documents or whatever, um, and wrote, dear Donald. It's been a busy year. Enjoy the Christmas holidays. You deserve it. Oh, one thing. You gave a great speech in Pensacola, but you were slightly off on the balance of trade with Canada. The U.S. Treasury Department says so. All the best for 2018, Justin. And the second page of the letter is a printout of this like informational page that is from the U.S. Trade like office that shows exactly that there is a trade surplus. Yeah. And it was like, and that's the devil's kiss he gave him. So, mm. you know, they have a very, I just like that. That's how they again, do in Canada. That's, yeah. That's the most insulting 
Yeah, that's as far as they can go. I yeah. will highlight a fact. <laughs> and it will be apparent. And that's all we will need to do about he this. He literally says you deserve like a good yeah. holiday. You He's deserve like, okay, it. You know what? I'm not going to say you don't deserve it. Right. Because Christmas should be fun for everyone. Right, exactly. You're probably mean to me because you're just exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, we have Ugg the caveman. Like, not good. <laughs> Great. Not Thank you. Good. All right. We're going to take another quick break. And we'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, Miles, I personally don't give a shit about spoilers. I don't uh, either. I, well, they kind of help I do and me I enjoy me the three. movie a little bit. Actually, I, same. I'm the I, only the first time. Once upon a time in Hollywood is the first movie that I'm really, really glad I didn't have spoiled for me. So thank you, sir. Oh, Miles, okay. Oh. Because you had seen it like a week Did before I say me. I just don't talk about anything movie wise sometimes. Yeah, so really. it, I'm not like ever being like, oh, I'm not going to say anything for other people. I'm uh-huh. just like. That yeah. Look, I got a lot going. I got a lot of tables, man. <laughs> Usually, Janine Garofalo famously said in the Cable Guy. Yeah. Usually, yeah. I don't care because movies stress me out. Right. Well, you because like because I want to know what exactly. happens. You're the same with sports too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I fucking can't. St- I need it like the fucking thrill of watching sh- right. sports for sure uh-huh. is to like live and die by that scoreboard and yeah. to know because. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the downside is the lows could be just soul crushing, but the right. highs, like when you don't know the the outcome and it actually becomes like legendary, you you, you need those. Yes. You need those. That's when you were cool with uh, strangers, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden being like in the space, yeah, right? Exactly. There's a big win. Yeah. And you're both like, oh. And you're jumping up and down. Right. And you're Your high-fiving. Your brain is just flooded with chemicals. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, but I guess with, yeah, with TV shows and stuff, not as bad. I think the only time would be like a finale, maybe, I don't want to know. But aside from that, like if someone, you know, like I knew the Sixth Sense ending before I saw it, and I wasn't pissed. Oh, humble brag, huh? Well, no, someone (laughs) said it. And oh, someone was like, you've got friends who've seen The Sixth <laughs> seen Sense. Sense. Yeah. Humble brag. I oh, like you saw The Sixth Sense a month shit later. <laughs> no, it's just like one of those things where like people, you know, at the time that was considered like the, f- oh my God, right, The right. Sixth Sense. And someone was like, yeah, he's like fucking dead at the end. And right. I was like, huh? Okay. And yeah. then I saw it and I was still like, oh, right. But to me, the, <laughs> the journey wasn't so much yeah. that twist. Like it was right, everything yeah. else around yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. I mean, those, both that and Usual Suspects are rewatchable movies. Even oh, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Even though they're big twisty uh, twists at oh, the yeah. end. But anyway, Huge Kevin Spacey fans over here. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. AI, uh, his, I, my, maybe the, uh, yeah, well, Alan Iverson, the answer, mm-hmm. uh, may be the answer as well. Uh, wow. That's poetic. That AI could be the answer to creating a spoiler-free internet. Now, there are researchers at the university, uh, UC San Diego, who have been working on like some kind of AI algorithm to try and basically detect spoilers and censor them so people can like just fearlessly go into an article and make sure like anything that could be a spoiler would be redacted. Mm. However, it's a lot fucking harder than they realized. So they call it SpoilerNet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to train SpoilerNet... The team went looking for large data sets of sentences containing spoilers. Spoiler alert, they found none. So they created their own by collecting more than 1.3 million book reviews annotated with spoiler tags by book reviewers. The tags encompass sentences that include spoilers and hide them behind a, quote, view spoiler link in the text. The reviews were collected from Goodreads, uh, blah, blah, blah. So... 
they really found at first there wasn't really an effective way to mm-hmm. actually do this because there's still a lot of issues, especially with like semantic nuances. Yeah. So they said, in addition, the same word may have different semantic meanings in different contexts. For example, green is just a color in one book review, but it can be the name of an important character and a signal for spoilers in another book. Identifying and understanding these differences is challenging. So they're sort of saying like, we have something imperfect, right? Uh, but it almost seems that even then, the bigger picture here is that it's like, yeah, it might be very hard to do this. Or you're going to have to feed this thing a lot more data before it can start picking out stuff like that. For sure. So the conclusion of their scientific study is like, science is hard? Science is hard. <laughs> this it's, shit is tough, guys. Dude, this shit's <laughs> tough, dude. Honestly, like, come on, man. Don't bust my balls about this, dude. It was a good idea when we thought about it. High on cocaine. Yeah. Thanks um, for coming to my TED Talk. Jeez, yeah, what do you guys want? There's free snacks outside. Yeah, but they did run it on a few single sentence reviews about TV shows, mm-hmm. and it, it was able to detect spoilers at a 74 to 80%. Right. So it's not like that's not bad. perfect, yeah. but but it, it is getting better and better. But yeah, I think that's where they're really realizing. It's like, okay, we've got to train this shit a I little bit. I mean, that's bit. pretty good. I only read sentence long reviews. Well, right, because like 70 to 80%. Well, the reason time, right? was that they were trying to Unlike also Rotten Tomatoes. have <laughs> applications for it on Twitter. Right. Oh, so that way you can, okay. like, if you, you know, if you're doing it through the browser, it could be like a browser plugin that yeah. could just be running as you because the spoiler can sneak up on you on yeah you're going through your timeline yeah. you know yeah in between quesadilla picks hey man spoiler alert might come up mm. hey uh, when you're in la dude i'll take you to a quesadilla spot you'll cry no shit really it's, it's, it's just so loaded bad. it's loaded oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's gross. so bad dude you're gonna, you're gonna get fucking listeria dude cool <laughs> you know that's, over that's, the toilet. that's the way i want to go out no spoilers guys. no there's some there's some really like next level just I'm in. like clog I'm in. your whole soul let's do it case it is but uh but also just personally do you want an ai 98 plus percent no. uh spoiler filter no. bot AI, I feel like it's only improved my life in the ways I don't know about, uh, like where it's happening and like medical, right. whatever. I'm like, yeah. great. It helps I'm not screening. one who's like, fuck, I need an AI solution to like my human problem, like right. of my day to day life. <laughs> I think there are probably ways that it's already helping with like navigation apps. Oh, and shit absolutely. Like that yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. I'm like fine with, but yeah. I, I've never been like. Urgh, these spoilers <laughs> why can't there be AI there's yeah. God will be a better because way because you're not Yoda well because the whole thing is God forbid you don't fucking look at your phone for a few hours right. or just say the fuck off Twitter or Facebook where the spoilers sure. normally reside and I think that speaks more to people's inability to get the, log the fuck off right, right. it's also kind of this um, kind of foisting responsibility onto everyone who is not me yeah, to say right. like I haven't seen uh, whatever. Like I haven't seen the last episode of Lost, right. so the billions of the rest of you shut the fuck up until Thursday. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's a oh, weird really? expectation. Off- oh, just like that for you, <laughs> right? Right. Well, guess what, motherfucker? They were dead the whole time. Right. Wait. What? Yeah. Or or yeah. <laughs> or okay. Sorry, I, I picked a terrible example for yeah. that. But you guys see what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But, People uh, who like read a lot about a movie or a show and then are mad when it gets spoiled for them. It's like yeah, what? Why is that? <laughs> Let me read the wiki on my own, guys. Right. <laughs> what is something you think is overrated? Overrated. The internet. Hey, fuck the internet. Yeah, I just think as a as a tool we're misusing it i may have said this before on here but i do think like every time i get on it like 
I'm like, I'm not using this correctly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm using it to feel worse about something. It is. Yeah, and then the information I'm getting and putting in my brain is pointless. It's like, how much does a helicopter cost? You know, just shit. Oh, like wow. Are oh, like, we doing well? No, I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not doing helicopter. I'm just curious. And that's where I look at how much does a MiG cost? Not that much as far as MiGs go. Oh, what really? is a MiG? The you Russian get one fighter like, jet? Yeah, you oh. get one from under a million or close to a million bucks. Oh, really? That's pretty good. Yeah. What about a helicopter? Depends on the type of helicopter. You can right. get like, uh, they're pretty affordable ones, like 150 grand. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're yeah. like kits. They're, they're pretty cool. Oh, like, I don't need a kit helicopter. We need one that if it ship pops off, we're like, yo, we, gotta, we might have to dust the helicopter off. Mm. You no, want to go in on a helicopter? No, like a gunship. You want like no, a, no, I don't, you want like a Huey from Vietnam? Yeah, or a Black Hawk. I did see, I was talking to my manager on the phone the other day, uh, and while we were talking, the SWAT helicopter circled my neighborhood with the dudes <laughs> hanging out of it. Oh, oh really? Yeah. With the guns? Yeah. And I was wow. like, because oh. you didn't pay your power bill? Well, it was that the, I did do a mental checklist of all the stuff. <laughs> right, right. Like, I do anything. Yeah. Have, have I pissed off anyone that's good at the internet? You know right, right. And then they just kind of flew away. Do you but know what happened? Like, no. That's mm. the fun thing. Um, I got that Citizen app. That's overrated. How about that? The Let's Citizen app? Yes. It's overrated. What is because that? Is it's it like t- a scanner. But right. it's oh, like yeah. people use it and then they can, you know, there's like real time stuff. But last night there was a chase down my alley. I watched it happen. Oh, wow. They were chasing a kid. Did you find soul. out about it? And no. And then like run over? No. Oh. I was coming home from doing a set and I saw the helicopter was... Like, I saw the right. beam, and I was yeah. like, that's real close to, like, where I'm going, yeah. my home. Right. Yes. Now I pull in, and I get out, and, I, and the helicopter's, like, real low. And then I watch the beam, and it's going down this alley by my house. And then this Kia Soul just flies by, by, and oh, then three wow. cops fly by. And I was like, that's pretty cool. It was like the Shit. Goonies. I felt like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great opening scene. Yeah, I went in, and and I went in, and and my wife was like, that helicopter sounded low. And I was like, hey, there were police cars. (laughs) It was was awesome. She's like making stuff up again, Billy Wayne. She's like, the baby's asleep. (laughs) I think think they were chasing a giant hamster. I'm just amped up. I'm like, I love LA. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show. If you like the show, uh, means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.